best not miss. Well, I'm a bunch of little crowd playing motherfucker, motherfucker. Welcome to the Party Pal, the mind-bending film and television podcast you didn't know you needed. Welcome to the Party Pal as a proud member of the Osiris Media Group. Check out all their podcasts, all their live events, everything they got going on. That is over at OsirisPod.com. This episode of Welcome to the Party Pal dives deeply into Secession, a celebrated television series created by Jesse Armstrong that aired on HBO from June 3rd. 2018 to just recently, May 28th, 2023, for four seasons and 39 episodes. In succession, the head of one of the world's largest media and entertainment conglomerates decides to retire, whilst each of his four grown children follows a personal agenda that doesn't always sync with their siblings or their father. The series starred Brian Cox, Jeremy Strong, Karen Culkin, Sarah Snook, and Alan Ruck. This episode owns in on the inarguably successful final season and concluding episode to the Roy family saga. A fourth season which cemented the black comedy drama's reputation as one of the finest series in television history. A show that's become a bit of a phenomenon and to help me break the series down this season is uh, Ryan O'Connell who's been on the show a bunch. Thrilled to have him back on. I always mention this, but he's a fantastic Twitter follow. That is at Ryan O'Connell 79. Check him out and let's get into this. Ryan, welcome back to the party. Uh, do you uh, uh, enjoy the season of uh, Succession? Yeah. I yeah. loved it. I, I It was so good. It was so like, good. It just like, I mean, it was like, bittersweet from the jump because you're like this is the end but at the same time like it's just you want to like enjoy it in the moment mm-hmm. where you're like i kind of want to do more of this but then at the same time the story just just brought it home like perfectly yeah like i just i love this season i thought like the emotional ups and downs and the mm-hmm. twists and turns. And you're like, Oh, I like this character. No, I fucking hate this character. Yeah, <laughs> that show, the show really does that to you. And then it makes you feel bad about liking a character for a little bit. That's just not a good person. I like what you said there too. I was able to really relish in the moments more knowing it was fleeting mm-hmm. in a future way. And I feel like the writers, Jesse and the whole gang were able to kind of, you know, when you know you're concluding and you know you just throw it all out there and like, you know, losing Logan when we did, it just it felt like they, they just went all in on on what what they were trying to say, what they were doing the entire time, what the story was about. I guess that's I want to kind of start there. And I want to ask you, just as you think back now about the show, now we have a little bit of hindsight, about four days on, on it. But <laughs> um, but um like ultimately, what do you think? the story was you know kind of about or was it saying anything to you at all or or um you know i know it's kind of a loaded question but i, I just i think there was moments where i i was curious what they were saying and it ultimately kind of came down to the siblings and about family dynamics but there was a couple bigger ideas that were present that that got me that i'd, I'd like to speak on a little bit but i was curious what you thought um i think like a lot of these big shows you know it talked about like the complicated man yeah. or you know even in this sense the complicated woman so you could talk about shiv in this mm-hmm. yeah like i thought the family stuff was really interesting 
there was definitely something interesting and i was listening to something else about this when they talked about this idea of like these dynasties like these family dynasties and how like they get watered down in each generation yeah yeah to the point that like you know these kids kendall roy and shiv and even connor like they were born on third base but the whole thing like born on third thought they'd hit a home run or something yeah yeah, yeah. you know yeah. like they just felt entitled to stuff but like when you go back and we don't know that the, the, the ins and outs of how logan built everything up but mm -hmm. like dude came across the atlantic not being able to make a sound yeah running from nazis yeah was a key like up. basically blamed for his daughter's death yeah. Then, then basically, like dug in and was like, "Fuck this! I'm gonna build this empire." Yeah, and like, there's a certain like, just toughness to that. Mm -hmm. uh, like, it just for some reason it doesn't carry over. And I like, think that's like, you know, if you talk about like these universal themes, universal stories, like, yeah. like as we talked about when we talked about Daisy Jones, like the story of a band coming up and exploding. Mm -hmm. It's just like a timeless story. Like this, I think, I think that's just it just echoes like throughout history even you yeah. go back you look at like british monarchs and stuff mm -hmm. like i don't know i mean maybe the, currently i don't know what, no, what we sure. feel about charles but like yeah. yeah you know but even like it's funny like i started thinking about uh the murdoch's mm -hmm. the alex murdoch story like yeah. if you've watched any of those documentaries how yeah. like familiar with the story you know, yeah. by the time it got to alex murdoch like mm -hmm. he was just like a like a shell of what his grandfather and great-grandfather were yeah you know and even to a more extent like his sons like how is just like these strong you know rocks of these dynasties yeah. build this foundation but then like from that point on mm -hmm. it's like more people trying to build the same foundation but they're building it out of like shittier materials yeah yeah i mean like they truly they they were born on third and we see them on third at the beginning of the series, and then they they're still on third as things things end. Versus two. I mean, when you speak, yeah. kind of like the thing being watered down. I mean, it all it all kept coming back to this idea that they weren't serious people, and like there's a frustration in that for Logan. I'm sure he wanted the secession to go a whole lot better, but I mean, that kind of culminates too with um with Rome with that culminates with Roman um you know kind of saying we're we're fucking nothing this is you know when we 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 all we're all nothing and it just like that must be so frustrating Logan but I did also like the things that kind of um these ideas that were lurking around how you know the the kind of soul crushing of uh, that capitalism can can bring to to people and to families and to empires ultimately yeah you know the ultimate idea that money might not buy happiness i mean that that's really here i mean there's there's a lot of despair in these people who really could have everything should have everything and they are definitely not there i mean it was really great even though i did love thinking about these bigger ideas during it they really le leaned in to the dark tragedy of these siblings of of how you know yeah. what they want it to be what they ultimately were i mean it's 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 they 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 couldn't cut it and 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 I'd like to talk eventually about where you think they might be going because I mean there's it's it, there is like this they ended at a point where they told their story they wanted to tell but I can't help but thinking about what's next for these characters which is neat but I did want to oh, add uh, thought about thought I've been thinking about that all, all day all yeah. all the time and it's just yeah. like I go a lot of directions so I'd love to hear that but um. Uh, the finale really i i just think it had a little something of everything i was a little surprised that um 
the mother, Caroline, got like uh, played terrifically by Harriet uh, Walter, I believe it is. I, it was oh, funny to see her have such a prominent role in the finale. It was, it was surprising to me, but I felt like we got a little bit of everything that I really like from this show. Um, you know, they, they, I love, it's odd that I like when the siblings get along and we had some of that moment and, and mm-hmm. they seem happy. At, they, I think they're only happy places when they're together and getting along oddly. Um, but then you see them break apart. Um, it, it just to speak on the finale a little more, it was, I, I think Roman, we came into this one entirely broken. We, he, he had his big, big moment in the penultimate thing. Um, yeah. You know, he was a kid who ran home to his mommy in this one, but uh, but it was it was it was it was kind of I don't know. It was it was everything I love about the show seemed present in some some way. Even getting some Logan in it. And what's your what's what's your take on the finale and how they brought it home? Um, I I, I mean I loved it. I thought the yeah, finale yeah. was just like you know it's it was like it's such an incredibly engrossing ninety minutes. Yeah, that oh, yeah. like you just didn't want it to end, which is how I felt about a lot of episodes mm-hmm. this season. Where it's like, I think there was one. I think I joked at one point. It was like eighty-eight minutes long or something. Yeah. Could have been eighty-eight hours. I would have been totally cool. With you were talking. Uh, you were talking about uh, church and state. That was the funeral yeah. for that one. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Just keep it going. Like keep it going. there's something. Speech just after how- speech. Speech after yeah. speech up there. Yeah. And <laughs> well, well, I think this the finale worked so well because it was like everything this show was like it showed like the different levels of like the relationships with the, the kids mm-hmm. i thought the mom being there was good because it really part of i think the message was like these are broken people like not fully oh, yeah. formed they're not fully formed individuals no question no question. you know and so much of the show have been feel like like talking about through the lens of like what Logan did to do that. And they've yep. sprinkled parts with the mom. Yep. But I think driving it home being like, no, this was a package deal. Yeah. Like the mom is involved too. Yes. Yeah. I mean, she used that, that moment. It uh, ultimately, I mean, there was some sweet moments with her, but she used it. I mean, that was a play by her to get her boy, Peter, to get, have an opportunity to get involved there. <laughs> the way they dismissed that whole pitch was just absolutely amazing. Time, oh my God. Amazing. Timing, Peter. Life is all about picking your spots. <laughs> picking your spots. Yeah. That was not the time to pitch whatever the hell you, your buddy from Morocco or whatever. <laughs> um, but it's interesting. Like, this is something you said a couple minutes ago about how like they couldn't cut it as mm. like the big time. Mm. Army's like, and that's okay. Yeah. And I think they didn't have that person telling them in their life, you don't have to be this person that you think you are. Sure. Like, you know, like and the Roman saying it's all bullshit bookends perfectly with how he came into the series. Yes. Laughing about how it's all bullshit. I think we forget about that because of like everything we went through with him, but like yeah. It's true. It's like you don't have like Kendall. You don't have just because your dad told you at age seven, which is ridiculous. Yeah. You're gonna be you're gonna take over for me one day. What it doesn't a mean up thing to put on a kid's shoulders at seven years old. If that yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then at some point in their teenage years, you have the follow up conversation and be like, no man, like do whatever you want to do. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you like music, go like mm-hmm. pursue. Don't start rapping by any means. Yeah, but like. <laughs> Maybe like if you like business, get into the music business, you yeah. know, like yeah. start a label or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, you know, it's, I think that's what was missing. I think that's part of like this whole like, you know, parental development angle they're going Definitely. for is like, yeah. 
there was no one to say like listen go a different way or like shiv like went a different way mm. but then like couldn't resist like the, the gravitation absolutely going back definitely that was like you could say like that was like her downfall like that was her moment mm. where like she lost con control of the narrative of her life Definitely. When she started seeking what they were seeking, when that wasn't her, she was different. She was yeah. you know, going a different direction. That was obviously, a, we both could agree, probably the right direction. Um, I'm curious, really curious what you thought um, about Tom's kind of ascent to where he ended up uh, in this prominent position. And if it made sense to you, I, uh, you know, that scene with him, and Lucas at the restaurant was just absolutely terrific. I can't, I can't wait to revisit that. Um, but I, you know, he, he has this entire time let power know that he's willing to do anything. I think he called himself a pain sponge uh, uh, when he was talking to Lucas, but he's always yeah. said, I will be there to do anything. Um, and I could see how in this moment that worked for Lucas and how that could work for some, you know, other people in power, knowing that they have someone completely loyal and completely willing to just do whatever, go to jail. He was ready to go to jail, yeah. Logan, for him. And so I could see how that's something someone would utilize. But, um, you know, it's, it was also also we know Tom at this point and we've seen him, you know, behind a, a whiteboard on election night, you know, uh, uh Chalking oh. his nose and then did a picture some amazing uh, yeah. expression thing. But like it's, you know, we know that he there is incompetence there. But we's all you know, the show also points to the fact that in, incompetence um you know rises to some powerful places too. You know, it's it does you I, don't have exactly to be. Right. <laughs> you don't Look, I mean to. just take maybe go read some talk about the US debt ceiling talks. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? There's jackasses making a lot of important decisions in yep. our country. Yeah, yeah. Um, the one, you know, the thing I loved about the Lucas Tom scene was that, mm. you know, again, you never like fully rooted for a character, or at least I didn't. Like, you never fully rooted for someone the whole time. There was yeah, always yeah. these ups and downs. Yeah. Um, except for Carl, I loved Carl. Yeah. <laughs> but but like with Tom, like you know, there was ups and downs. But in that moment, I kind of liked how he like effectively soft pitched himself. Yeah. Even yeah. though what he was saying was like, you know, just basically describing a, a sponge, a pain mm -hmm. sponge. Yep. I like that he was able in that moment because he had been dancing around this idea of like, how do I ingratiate myself yeah. in Lucas's circle? How do I make myself stand out? He was so, mm -hmm. And in that moment, he was able to just totally lay it out. Here's what I can do. Yeah. And like <laughs> Tom, Tom's like, in a certain extent, he's like vanilla ice cream. And <laughs> that... He's just there. Perfect. You know what I mean? Like Perfect. there's yeah. other flavors that are yeah. more exciting. Yeah. And there's good and stuff like that. But like vanilla just it just kind of works. It gets the job done. Sometimes it's great. Sometimes you're like, I wish this was something more. Yeah. yeah. You know, but it just like it just works. And I think that there's a certain like soullessness yeah. and like lack of clear like moral compass, mm -hmm. which I think, you know, in general you don't want to have mm -hmm. but i think in that situation being so amenable and like and let's be honest like the prize got tom was like a hollow prize it's it, who knows how long that lasts Does yeah that i mean yeah yeah your 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 whole life is based on the whim of like a lunatic yeah, yeah he sends yeah. his blood to people and like <laughs> you know what i mean like so 
it's it's like it's a paper title, but I think with yeah. someone like Tom, mm -hmm. you can part quant compartmentalize one of the hardest words in the English absolutely. language. Absolutely, absolutely. I said it once, so I'm not going to say it again. But Tom's <laughs> able to do that in a way that he can justify what he's doing. Yeah, that like no, it's it's cool. I'm I'm, I'm the head of the CEO, even, even though I'm the... not making actual decisions. Definitely. Even during that soft pitch that you're talking about, it was great. He uh, he had to deal with um, um, what Lucas was saying about his wife and had to. And he, he just smiled and nodded. He's like, yeah, he, he had. Yeah, he, he's he pain sponged that really, really well and was able, yeah. able to power through. I said, this isn't my thought. I heard someone say it, which was interesting, though. You know, the kids are always making phone calls or just doing wild things. Tom, you see him working a lot. You know, you yeah. see him on, on election night. You see him actually, you know, kind of grinding a little bit, this, especially this season. And, you know, that that I could see that go a long way. There's um, in that vein of, you know, does Tom's ascent make sense? I, I need to ask this other question. We need to bring this up when it comes to Shiv. Obviously, the whole episode turned uh, and pivoted to some, you know, from like kind of some nice moments to some... Mm -hmm. Some pretty, pretty intense, you know, uh, eye gouging moments and some wild, you know, uh, fights in a boardroom. But um, why Shiv made the decision she did is interesting to break down. It's, um, you know, it's she was seemed on board, but I, you can understand why she would make that decision as she seems always power adjacent. But being power adjacent might be enough in certain ways. Um, I've seen and heard some interesting theories, too, maybe. Maybe she was saving Kendall from himself. I don't buy that, but I like no, that's, I, that's I, I like that. It's not yeah, yeah, real. I don't think it's real. If but this uh, was Ted Lasso, maybe. Maybe this maybe. is not that show. They don't they don't work that way. Yeah. And um the uh this the moment I I did rewatch the second half last night when when uh Kendall settles into Logan's desk. And you know, at first they're like, all right, go ahead. But then when he settles back and puts his feet on it, she is just honed in on those feet. And you can, I think that's right when they started kind of, uh, you know, showing us the turn and her being like, this is, you know, this guy isn't the guy. And I was I was curious what you thought about that turn and her decision. Um, In the moment, I was having trouble, like, tracking her. Like, because it all happened so quickly. You're just kind of like, it was tough. And again, it speaks to, like, the up and down nature you'd have with characters. You were kind of, like, rooting for Kendall to win. And then so I was like, what the shit? Why are, you, why are you doing this? But then... I couldn't believe how much I was rooting for Kendall to win sometimes. I could but then like, what is it about? But then, <laughs> yeah, but then very quickly you're like, oh no, I don't want him to win. Yeah, sure. Like, but like, so I was kind of having a hard time tracking in the moment, but it's, it's mm -hmm. you thinking about it more, it kind of makes sense. I think it's kind of like, it's like when you go on vacation and yeah. you make plans for when you get home and like, they sound awesome. Yeah. But like, when you're in like a tropical location, you're just relaxing and you're mm -hmm. not really tethered to reality. Mm -hmm. Like you make all these plans. You're like, oh, we're going to do this. I'm going to get home. Fuck, I'm going to start exercising. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go for a run every day. It's going to be great. And then you get home and like reality just smashes you in the face. Uh, yeah. You're like, oh no, I'm not. Fuck that. I, yeah. I'm going to drink a beer and everything's fine. Uh, I think with that, like in that like artificial well, it's, it, they all live in artificial realities, but mm -hmm. in that small artificial reality of like the Barbados or wherever they were, like mm -hmm. there was this harmony and like everything could make sense when and not with like real stakes to it. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. then when they came home and all of a sudden it's like, 
it was real and like him i think yeah like great point when you come home like you you need like these physical reminders like oh shit i'm not on vacation anymore yeah whether it's like like oh you got to pay bills or Mm -hmm. like you Mm -hmm. know or you get like your kid's sick or all you think i was like this reality just has a way of just smashing you in the face yep and i think in that moment seeing kendall in logan's office the physical putting his feet up how he was talking to stewie yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just it was like, childish. It was, yep. Yeah, and just his whole demeanor changed. And I think Shiv like was reminded, oh wait, my brother's a jackass. Absolutely. And also like possibly a murderer. TBD yeah. on that yeah. one. Yep. But like I don't I've never thought he's good for this job. And now I'm reminded why he's not good for this job. Yeah, yeah. And that That's was it. And I think it was just point. Just interesting, you know. But in the moment I was definitely kind of confused. It seemed like uh-huh. it came out of nowhere but then when you think about it or if you go back and watch it mm-hmm. it definitely benefits from like a second viewing definitely i think you nailed exactly why conversely i've always loved the idea like when people go to like you know hawaii or just go on vacation they come home now they i'm gonna move there i want to move there i'm like <laughs> that's not your experience you're not gonna go there and you're gonna live there yeah. what you just experienced there. it's just yeah. not how vacations work vacations are vacations that would become real life in that situation yeah there are moments right. in time like you can't go back and like set up shop in a moment in time because <laughs> yeah. at a certain point it becomes life and reality is going to follow you there exactly exactly i think about that a lot um you know, we're obviously going to speak a lot about the finale and, and how it ended. And, and that last episode's really it's I mean, I feel like some of these early episodes like uh, Living Plus, they all feel so distant because we've experienced so much in that yeah. thing. I was I was curious. Um, You know, I'd love to talk a little bit about a couple of my favorite episodes as we dig into all of season four here. But um, are there other episodes that, that really struck you uh, this season? I mean, Logan's death episode was mm-hmm. one of the it was just an insane night of television. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was just how you were just I'm trying to think of like comparable like episodes where it was almost like like really good Game of Thrones episodes. Absolutely. Right. Where you're like, holy shit, this is a lot to process on a Sunday night. Yep. And this is like so much going on and just it just sits with you. Yeah. And I think and it's Ultimate funny water cooler episodes too like the, yeah the, the, the internet's talking about it you know the my texts are blowing up yeah but what was funny about it is like the whole time we were watching it my wife thought logan wasn't dead and that he was just fucking with the kid it felt like a play from tom for a little bit yeah I and so yeah and so i don't know i think we i think we watched it on monday mm-hmm. and so i think i kind of knew something had happened but i didn't yeah. know what Mm-hmm. So when I saw that he was dead, I figured I kind of put two and two together. I was like, yeah. oh, he's probably dead. And, but it's funny how you can watch it and just take two different minds. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's like an example of like a great like work of art is yeah. how like, you know, obviously different people can look at it and like mm-hmm. whether it's like a painting or something, you kind of like walk up to it and like, extrapolate something else from Definitely. it that's and you bring um, your own stuff we bring our own stuff and thoughts to that piece of art and yeah we take it in too yeah yeah and so i thought like but i thought that episode and i love the fact that they did like this like the the kids on the boat was like almost like a single shot mm-hmm. like how they did it and it was like i need to go back and watch it again because in the moment it was like he kind of left you like breathless yeah Definitely. You're like holy shit like what's going on and like how it all transpired mm-hmm. and then when you think about it in like the larger context like 
super ballsy to kill off Logan in episode three. Yep. But then it also like made for such a more interesting rest of the season. Definitely. Because how many times can we go back and forth with Logan and the kids playing cat and mouse? Yeah. Which was more like uh Roadrunner and Wiley Coyote. Yeah. yeah. You know? Like yeah. it wasn't a fair fight. And yeah. so like we didn't really need to have another rodeo of this stuff. And I I just that episode I thought was just that was, ooh, yeah, that was I think what you just said there points to the reason why it's really great they went out on top too. You know how many times yeah. you go back to some of some of these wells that, and you were speaking to how you can kind of uh, 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 go back and, and get these episodes in different ways. It's funny at first when they were saying, you know, trying to say goodbye to their father as he's probably passed, and but they're on the phone and they just you know stumbling. You know, yeah. I thought it was devastating. I watch it now. It's it's like kind of funny. <laughs> like, yeah. The way they play it and just the acting is so, so great. Absolutely a huge, huge night of television. Election night blew my mind. I mean, it truly yeah. blew my mind. And and just like I was saying with the finale, um, it did like two things at once. I, I, I was I really found it terrifying how they were pointing to the fact that, you know, the power of media in America, what it can do now. Um, just you know, I mean, the calling the of the election thing. You know, who controls the narrative, controls the power? These bigger, you know, bigger items that 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 we're seeing. I mean, are timely, are important, are are scary in our day and age. That was getting me. And then then the whole time, there's so many funny funny moments in there. That is the whiteboard moment I was talking about. Yeah, the night of the wasabi. And the Croy moment. Wasabi eyes, yeah. It, it just, it was so funny and so scary at the same time. And it just, that's such a well-written thing. And the other one that got me, uh, besides what you talked about, and the finale is just the pen- penultimate one that, that you said could have gone on forever. The four speeches were just amazing. What Karen Culkin did that night at, with his breakdown mm. and it's two breakdowns that we saw and, and James Cromwell. James Cromwell's speech is just terrific. I I love him as an actor. I love that he was yeah. cast Logan's brother. He did two things there. He did. He put in perspective Logan's rise and then put in perspective how, you know, what it made him become ultimately and that he was was a terrible, terrible person. Those yeah. two episodes absolutely knocked my socks off. There was other great ones, you know, Living Plus, the Kill List one. Um, you know, they, they they took us to a dive bar one night and then rehearsal that yeah. there was just like, yeah. you know, we saw Kendall listening to Jay-Z at one point and the yeah. stuff. There was all these moments, but there was like there was just a, a few hours of television that I think are legendary in this season. Truly. I do think it was interesting coming from, you know, a British fella, Jesse yeah. Armstrong, he definitely him is his crew definitely seemed to have some thoughts on like the fragility of America. What's happening here. Yeah. And just be like, you know, you all think you're in control. But first of all, if you look around, there's a lot of like people from other countries pulling some levers. Yep. So Mm -hmm. like how really in control are you? Yeah. And just how quickly things can change and like how the people making these decisions and granted, they're not all like that. They're, you know, well, like, Oh, yeah, Rupert Murdoch's an Australian. People forget yeah, exactly. that. I think, yeah, that's the thing. yeah. And he's like, oh, my goodness. But yeah. that's for another time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's for the political podcast. Of like, yeah. oh, shit, this is... We'll do. We'll rock it one yeah. day. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think 
the democracy the decision night episode really like was like a thesis statement for them saying how like listen like you don't have your hands on the levers of yeah. control mm-hmm. like yes you can vote and yes you should vote but just know that we're creeping closer towards like a point where that might not matter because yeah. like media is like on the scales like media is kind of like weighing a little heavier than yeah. the idea of democracy yeah no question and i think in you know it's you couldn't help but like look back at the 2020 election oh but then God. also look forward to 2024 and be which we're, let's be honest we're all definitely afraid of the next presidential election yeah definitely like that you know that regardless of what side you're on everyone's mm-hmm. not feeling great about that yep Yep. But like when you really think about like where it could go and how things are right now and how like we live in a world where there's two realities. Like, yeah. yeah. And the I, and the people in power are learning, are learning from their mistakes at this time and learning more and yeah. how to manipulate. And then it's just like we, we see it play out in, in, in this thing. So yeah, they're like I, the, uh, like the mice in the science experiment. You're like, <laughs> have they, they touch the electric cheese. They're like, Oh no shit. No. Okay. Don't do that this time. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. What um you mentioned, you thought about it, and I can't stop thinking about it. Um, you know, and, and I, I guess Kendall's what I've been thinking about the most. But I mean, you can talk about whatever you think about any of these characters moving forward. But I'd love, love to. I, I'll speak on it first. The um for Kendall, so we see him in this um the, this final scene walking around and and obviously distraught. You think he could? I mean, walking, being pulled by towards the water. The yeah. whole time you think he, he could jump what he's doing he's in distress i love that they um when you learn more about that scene i mean secession shot on film that's just a crazy thing they should they shoot all this on film and i, yeah. I they were just shooting him walking around there hours hours like that but so you think when you're looking at him what are you thinking is is he there's two ways in my mind that i keep going back and forth he's just like this uh, this uh, this i need to end it i can't take it this is awful or he's plotting or he's thinking, you know, and, and just, I'm not sure he's done. I mean, the more and more I was thinking about it is like, he's walking around there. He has his father's bodyguard. Um, could something like this, he was never a killer. Could something like this turn him into a killer? And is there a future there for him to fight back or did it break him? And I keep going back and forth those. And it's, a, I think it's a fun thing to think yeah. about. And that's, I, I'm just, I'm still unsure, but I think it's fun. Well, I think part of the that uncertainty is that Kendall was such like a roller coaster. Yeah. That like you can't you just don't know where he's gonna go. I mean, mm-hmm. like dude had his ups and downs and you don't know. I mean, I guess they thought about doing a thing where he like jumped into the water. I'm glad they didn't do that. So glad. I did wonder, I did have a moment when he got in the elevator after the the board meeting. Mm. I wondered if he was going to go up and it was going to be that callback to him. Yeah. Like it was like season two and uh-huh. jumped off. But like, I'm glad they didn't do that either. Cause I, I, it crossed I, my I, mind. Yeah. Like this is like, this is a line of like demarcation in the O'Connell household mm. my, where my wife likes stories to have like closure to it. Yeah. And sometimes I'm more cool with like it being open. I, yeah. yeah. I like I like um, to take my mind places with with the conclusion for sure. Yeah, like yeah, like we were even talking about it last night with Ted Lasso, you know, yeah. like where there's like you kind of just you're not really sure. And like, yeah. that's kind of open. That's why not to go way back, I'm cool with the Sopranos finale. Yeah. <laughs> like, Me too. Me I too. Like, yeah, I like that it's like, nope, 
this is where it goes. Yeah. But like with Kendall, I mean, I don't think I think he's too like just rocked at that moment mm-hmm. to be thinking about anything else besides just being rocked. Yeah. And like you gotta imagine dude is gonna probably hit rock bottom. Yep. And yep. then you you then He's good at that too. He's good at that. He's very good at hitting rock bottom. He yeah. does a great job. Yep. But like you think that then the side of you that was rooting for Kendall is hoping that, okay, well then eventually in a couple months, mm-hmm. he's gonna start to pull himself up, realize that he's still like a multi-billionaire. Yep. Definitely. And like all the okay, means. Where the world. are we gonna go next? Mm-hmm. And then you hope that like again, there was like Logan was terrible, but he did have some points where he's like like in the the season three finale when he's like make your own pile yeah yeah it's like yeah make your own mm-hmm. fucking way kendall yeah Eat. start something fresh what about yeah. the hundred or i'm sure mm-hmm. the pierce family still wondering where their money is yeah, yeah yeah you know what i mean i don't know if there was a deposit on that one on that 10 billion or whatever mm-hmm. yeah. which I think, I think pierce went from like 25 billion to 10 billion i think i saw that which was like that sucks yeah but like um yeah i think with kendall it's like how long is he going to go down for? And mm. is he going to be able to bring himself back up? Yeah. Yeah. How yeah. low is his rock bottom? And is this something he can crawl out of? And just, yeah. he does you have know, the means. And it's, it's, it's very possible that he makes know, up. And knowing that, like, all he has right now is Colin. That's the thing. That's, that, that, that was why they, they had that, the, you know, his, Colin following him. That was the yeah. point there. That's all he has. Yeah. Um, you mentioned how your wife, you know, uh, likes finished things. Was there anything, though? that was unanswered that bothered you at all um because the only thing i can think of because i do like you know these open uh you know that ended um ends uh is i would love to know what happened with uh menken i would love to know if, if how the election oh. i really because they mentioned wisconsin and, and how things were being challenged and the whole thing but it just that was i was so curious if uh in their world they had to deal with that madness yeah i like it's tough because if you if you look at it just straight up, it kind of just the whole Megan just thing just feels like a plot device. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas like you kind of wanted it, it was. to be like, you know, and you kind of wanted it to be a little bit more. Definitely. But I think that's because we as Americans are kind of just scared shitless of someone yeah. like that. And we're kind of obsessed with it. We're kind of a little. Yeah. So yeah. if anything, we want to know, like, how does this play out? Cause we're worried about the future. Yep. But like, um, yeah, I, but I also think it was also a victim of the fact that this whole season took place over like a week and a half. Definitely. definitely. And so you, you knew you that it was like the next day, almost every episode, the next day in some way. Apparently, you, if you have a private chat, you can do anything, but you can, do, you can just balance still, it. Still around. seems exhausting. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think, yeah, the lack of people just chugging coffee or Red Bull is just weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but I think that. I would have liked some closure on that, but I think it would have disrupted the rhythm. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't the point. It just, it's, it's, yeah. 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 I think you do kind of want to know like, Oh, how does that shake down? Yeah. And I think that would be like, if they were to do a next season, Mm -hmm. it would be like the Megan fallout and how Tom deals with it. And like the Shiv Tom demon spawn baby they're going to have, which is like, you know, half evil Logan, half conniving Midwesterner. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, I do think, like, I think that's where, like, you probably, like, you're like, ah, oh, you're leaving, which is cool. I'm happy with you. Mm-hmm. But there is part of me, like, see, like, Roman getting into, like, investing in restaurants. 
yeah. and then like ruining them all <laughs> we can't like just let go like that's the thing too it's like it's hard for us normal folk to view these people like why can't you just take your money definitely just enjoy yourself or like Absolutely. kendall why it don't you make buy it happiness though that's yeah. the thing kendall go try to buy the knicks yeah yeah why yeah. Not do that yeah. or buy you know what i mean yeah like, yeah, exactly. The New Yorkers would be stoked until they realized it was Kendall Roy and he'd probably yep. fuck it up. Like somehow oh, Alan Iverson. You mentioned, you mentioned restaurants. The real um, Greg, I can't think of the actor's name. And Greg yeah. was just so fun to watch, even getting yeah. that sticker put on his head. He owns a bunch of restaurants in New York. He has, oh, really? I think he's got like four depth, from high end down to kind of dive bar things. But um, to bring it home, I just, I mean, the the ensemble cast here was just such a gift. And then even bringing in people all the time, uh, you know, Skarsgård, when what a freaky nuance thing he brought to Lucas. And like, especially when he comes in at the end, when things are kind of falling apart, he's like, get on the phones. And like, I'm like, that part was so cool. I like that. You saw like this, like other side of him. Definitely. Briefly at the last minute, like we thought he had a good read on him, but you knew he had like this other side. And I love that he kind of came in because he sensed the urgency Definitely. I yeah. thought that part was awesome. I loved Lucas. I loved that love, what love. Skarsgård did with his body. Yep. Oh, he's, I mean, because let's be honest, like the dude is a giant Viking god. Absolutely. Well, like how he kind of Yeah. Yeah. Like how he did with his body. And I thought he was so good. Yeah. And I thought it was just, I, I loved his addition. And I thought it was this cast and how they brought people in. It was like, um, it was like watching like, like a basketball team that has like, a couple like awesome veterans on the bench, and all of a sudden they bring in someone. You're like, oh shit! I didn't even realize that they had. Uh, I love your like, analogies, some... man. You you come <laughs> with it with analogies. It's, it's, yeah, I haven't gotten much sleep, so that's when they kind of fire <laughs> yeah. up. But I thought like their bench and like the fact that they filmed in New York is always so cool because yeah. then like they are able to pull like the New York a lot of theater people, actors. That which I feel like that was something with like Boardwalk Empire too. Yeah. I thought they did. I feel like there's like that benefit to filming on the East Coast yeah. is like. Oh shit! I can. They just, were like, they, they were what? flying um uh like British theater actors across the pond a lot too. They were just, yeah. That was another like that was another uh, spot where they pulled from. Um, another shout out uh, as we close here that I'd like to give it. There's it's odd because we're talking about these places that take us on these you know uh, uh, trips all over the world and and on yachts and the whole thing. There is a level of relate relatability that kind of um you know was an entry point to to these characters and to, to enjoying the whole experience or relating to it i mean i think about the sibling rivalries so many of us can you know kind of uh, think about that in our relationships to our siblings kind of um you know obviously daddy issues was was a fueling thing that many people deal with the i thought about it when logan died and they you know when someone passes you can't you don't get a chance to really say goodbye and set that up i was thinking about yeah. that um, I was thinking about, you know, the 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 older people who work, the Carls and Franks who work on it, growing old in your jobs is something that comes to mind a whole mm -hmm. lot. And then the minions in this game, in this larger game, you know, when we're watching Greg fire people over Zoom or them just trying to figure out how to how to navigate around these bigger, you know, uh, you know, just things. And just it's there's there's a lot of points of relatability and this. The show was just a gift on so many different levels it was funny it was poignant it was time timely a cool character analysis um I, I i'm gonna miss it a lot but i'd like to say again i'm really glad it's going out on this prime this was right 
Yeah. As my wife joked, she's like, there also are a lot of other shows we need to watch, (laughs) which I was like, that's why I love you. That's why why you're good. But um, no. And like, to your point, like that's what makes these great shows great is that Mm -hmm. they hit you on so many different levels and they make you like, that's like when I think of like my favorite shows or like the shows, like I really love, like they're the ones that like can make you laugh, like think about self stuff. Like, you know, like put yourself like, what would I do in that decision? Like, how would I face that? Like ethics yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like they really like challenge you. Yeah. And like, there are shows that are more like passive and you kind of just enjoy them. Mm-hmm. But they're like, whenever these behemoths come along, that really like sit with you and you yeah. watch it and it doesn't like, the viewing experience doesn't end when the show's over. Mm-hmm. you sit there and you think about it and the next day you think about it maybe you listen to podcasts recap up but like you're still like running through it and when you watch it like all like these emotional lovers are yep. being told yep love it i love it definitely it's gonna linger in american consciousness for a while it really it, it truly it truly is it gave me a lot to think about well so on that note sorry yeah where does this rank in your best shows it's, ever it's um it's you know what it's, it takes a little it, i i think i need some more time so yeah, sink in. It's, a, it's something I always like to look at and thing. I think we're creeping close to top five, though. I mean, there's there's um possibly possibly higher, but it's 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 in a good place. It's it's elite. It's super elite. How about you? We, recency bias is a son of a bitch, but I yeah, think it really is. Like when I do my top five, I have it at four. So yeah. Seinfeld, Succession, Sopranos, uh-huh. Breaking Bad, The Wire. Yep. It's a strong and, list. and i think my governing principle is like no days off no days off yeah like the shows that like and that's why sopranos isn't higher because i feel like you could kind of maybe i agree dip a little bit yep. but i also think that also the cultural significance of sopranos yeah is what gets it at so. three but like that's why like the wire and the breaking bad everything's connected it all makes sense it's yep. like you, you just need the five seasons or whatever breaking bad was six yep. Succession, it was such a solid tight four season. Yeah. And there was no like filler. Yeah. There was no like the amount of you... amazing lines per minute is off yeah. hook. It's crazy. Yeah. There was nothing you'd skip. You could jump back, you could just parachute into the middle of any episode and be like locked, locked in. Yeah. Like I'm I know there's gonna be some random Saturday mm-hmm. where I'm home, maybe one kid's sleeping, the rest mm-hmm. of the family's out and HBO's or Max whatever is doing like a succession marathon mm. and there goes my Saturday afternoon yeah absolutely only a, that one's only a matter of time it's gonna be a good Saturday afternoon it totally is. cool totally cool with it yeah totally uh, cool. and this uh and this was a good talk Brian thank you I really I was excited to talk to you get your opinions on some of this stuff and break it down because it's it's there's a lot to discuss like it said it hit us on many many levels so thanks for your time yeah. I appreciate it hey no problem man Yep. And thanks everyone out there for once again joining the party.
Osiris. This podcast is in the loop, the Legion of Osiris podcasts. Osiris is creating a community that connects people like you with live experiences and podcasts about artists and topics you love. Get in the loop at OsirisPod.com.